the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett. Welcome back to the London Free Press Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. So happy to have you here. I'm your host, Lindsay Barnett, and I'm excited. We're switching gears a little bit this week, and it's been a few weeks since I've had a chance to catch up with London Free Press sports reporter Ryan Payette. Ryan, how are you doing today? Great, Lindsay. Thanks for having me again. Thank you so much for joining. It's always a good time when I get to talk sports with you, and it's very exciting in the city of London once again. We're very lucky here with the caliber of athletics we have in the city, and Western University, no exception. The Mustangs have booked their ticket, uh, their 15th Vanier Cup appearance this coming Saturday. Wow. Can we talk about this team a little bit and how we got to this point? Yeah, it, you know what, Lindsay, it's, it's an amazing story. And also, we always talk about the pandemic, right? So last year's season, uh, um, in 2018, the Mustangs went to the Venue Cup and lost. And that was after in 2017, they, they won it. Uh, they won their seventh. So this year, they'll be looking for their eighth. And they so they missed their 2020 season. They were getting ready for it. And obviously, uh, the pandemic got in the way. The kids couldn't really get together. The, the ones that are, most of the team was in London and they were in their apartments or, or houses that they were living in. They weren't really allowed to interact much uh, with the team. And I, I just thought it was an amazing story because here you have this team, you, you know, and they, you know, a hundred, there, there's a hundred, you know, a lot of kids uh, involved in, in, in the Western football team. And so what they did was Jeff Watson, the long, long time strength coach, he, their, their, uh, their workout area at, at the Kirkley Center at, at, on campus, he started taking all the, the dumbbells and barbells and weights and all the exercise machines and started distributing them around the city to, so the kids would have something to do, you know, after, the, after their online classes kind of thing. So, they, they, you know, you think of the, these guys were in garages, they're in backyards. Nick Terrio said, you know, one guy said uh, he's a defensive lineman on the team. He said one guy would have barbells, so you'd go over to his house and lift some barbells. Then you'd go over to another guy's that had a bench press. And, you, you know, you think of in, the, in our city there, <laughs> you know, when things were, were pretty bad and shut down and you got all these football players trying to find ways to, to stay fit because they knew eventually they'd come back. And then here here in 2021, they, they started – you know, they say, okay, we're going to have an abbreviated season. So instead of eight game regular season, they have six, and then we're going to have, um, we're going to have two divisions. So, you, you know, the, the Western played Waterloo and Windsor a bunch of times, Laurier, and then, uh, then a crossover at the end. So they, when they played Queens, they had no idea. They, they watched the film, right. But they, they had never seen them or played anybody that played against them. And then they shut out uh, Queens in the eights cup. And then of course um, in the Mitchell bowl, uh, you know, it's been a tough, tough run for the Acadia or, or, or sorry, for the Atlantic provinces, um, teams like Acadia, St. Francis Xavier, who is here, um, the, the last, um, s- several years they've been, um, they've been, uh, pretty much destroyed by, uh, by, by whoever they played from the other conference, Quebec, Canada, West or Ontario. And, and we saw a prime of the people that went to the game on, uh, on Saturday at Western, uh, university, our Western university, you know they were excited because it was the last game they'd see in person unless you're going to travel to uh the venue cup so they were hoping for a good game and it was 61 to 6 and it was 51 to 3 at halftime 
and it was not a good it was on uh chch tv was uh, you know and and it's not a good look for university sports the other game uh, though should be noted uh, Saskatchewan who Western will be playing uh, on Saturday in the Vanier Cup they they beat Montreal who's the number one ranked team uh, all season uh, they beat them in, uh, on a last uh, a last second touchdown in the final minute kind of thing and so that was an exciting game and then everybody looks at this and they're like Western winning 61-6 this other very exciting game how, how you know what's going on here and how do we fix this and that that was a big debate um, all week, really. Uh, um, and, and it will be uh, after the season's over as well. Well, I'm curious to see kind of what happens with regards to the Vanier Cup, because as you mentioned, the Huskies game um, was a lot closer. That score ended up being 13 to one versus the Western X-Men game of 61 to six. As you mentioned, Western entering the Vanier Cup with a nine and one record. Huskies coming in with an eight and one record on the year. What do you expect to see on Saturday? Do you think it's going to be close or do you think it's going to be kind of a blowout like we saw last weekend? Well, I, I think this is a really good Western team. Whenever they have the offensive and defensive lines as strong as they are with a bunch of all-stars, you, you know they have the playmakers. You, you know they have the, 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 the people that make plays uh, there. So when their lines are good, uh, Greg Marshall always recruits hard on, on the lines. The big, the big boys, as you'd say, um, and, and they looked phenomenal and they had, they had all kinds of, they, they rushed at will, basically they ran the ball at will, um, against St. Francis Xavier. And I, I think Saskatchewan is very concerned. Um, I talked to some of their people and they're like, we, we, we know we have a physical team. We know we hit hard, but we'll see on the weekend if it's hard enough kind of thing. Like they're very impressed with the Western team and Greg Marshall, um, you know, obviously Greg's been around a long time. He coached in the CFL. He's coached in, in uh, U sports for uh, decades. And he says, I love Saskatchewan football. This will be the most physical game that we play all year. And, and they played against Queens and Guelph and, and some of the other teams, Waterloo. There's some real physical tests, but he said, these guys are going to hit hard and they're going to really test our guys. And, you know, so when it's intense like that, you know, there isn't a home team this year. It's in Laval. And for the first time in, in 12 years, there's not a home team. So this, to see a real intense, you know, in the trenches battle, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, maybe Western pulls away early. I don't know. But if Saskatchewan keeps it kind of close, like they did against Montreal, hey, if you can beat Montreal, you can beat anybody. So, you know, I think it's going to be, if, if Western either will pull away early or it's going to be one of those, you know, dog fights to the end, like we saw um, in the UTEC Bowl last week when uh, Saskatchewan, um, you know, they beat Montreal. I don't know if they call it an upset, though, because Saskatchewan has an amazing program, too, and, and they're trying to build themselves up kind of like the Lavals and the Westerns are kind of on the top, and uh, Saskatchewan has a long history, too, and they're trying to get there, too. They haven't won a Vanier Cup, and in, in, uh, they, they've, they've lost their last four appearances, and they haven't been there since 2006. Uh, they were there three in a row uh, uh, at one point, 2004 to 2006. So they're they're real hungry. And, you know, as we said, Western, there's guys on this team that have won the Vanier Cup, and there's guys that have lost the Vanier Cup. So, the, you know, for the veteran guys, this is a, a big deal. And a lot of guys came back, both teams, a lot of guys, you know, took that year – in the pandemic and they said oh, we're coming back like we're going to come back and play so there's some older guys uh, there's some older guys on the team there's some guys that are 24 25 26 and uh that that's an interesting uh 
that's an interesting point too because um, there still is uh, I mean it's designed for 18 to 22 year olds right um, sometimes in uh, you come into guys come into college at uh, at 20 years old and play till 24 but um, there's a lot more than this year Absolutely. I do want to correct myself. Sorry. The score was 13 to one and going into the fourth quarter, it was 14, 10 final between the Huskies and the Carabins. One thing that, and I want to rewind the clock a little bit that surprised me. And I probably shouldn't be saying this as somebody who lives in London, but with regards to the Yates cup, I was shocked because Queens also went into that game. They had been undefeated up until that point. Um, and it kind of, in my opinion, set the tone for, Western moving forward um, with regards to what we talked about with the blowouts happening, what's the discussion been like to kind of even the playing field for teams across Canada, because there is such a huge difference in these scores that we're seeing. Yeah. I mean, first of all, um, if you're, if you're trying to uh, you, you have to have some sort of like, I hate to say it, but you're going to have to have some sort of salary cap to what schools can, can spend. There, there needs to be a floor. You can't just buy a bunch of helmets and shoulder pads and throw a team out there. That's not right. But you also, you also need, you can't have these teams spending, as as Greg Marshall said, five, six times what everybody else does. You, you get into the millions of dollars in, in some of these programs. And Western has a fundraising wing for its football team because it's important to them. And they want to, uh, the, the, the school, um, you know, likes winning Vanier Cups. They like being there. It's good for the schools. Um, you, you know, it, it's good for the schools uh, PR and, you know, may attract great, great people to the, to, to the school. We've, we've seen that over the years that, you know, there's been premiers and top businessmen, you know, end up come through Western uh, through the football program. So uh, it's important to them, but at the same time, you can't have four or five teams and we see the same teams get there every year kind of thing and then expect the rest of the programs to like to keep up because it, it's just not viable. So, and you know, there's a bit of this in, um, in NCAA as well, but um, there's just way more teams now. And Greg, Greg Marshall raised a great point when we discussed this while he was on the bus uh, to Laval this week. And he's like, when's the last time that a, a new U sports football program started up like Carlton came back, but Carlton had a history, you know, uh, uh, Sherbrooke came in there uh, uh, in Quebec with Quebec football, uh, like London, huge growing. It, it's a, it's kind of a staple sport, but these other programs, like, you know, you think of Brock, you think of big schools uh, around our province that don't have teams and why, well, the cost is kind of prohibitive. So there needs to be uh, something done there to, to make it, you know, to increase the number of teams there, there's really, uh, if there's not, if there's, if it stays stagnant, then, you know, you're only going to have the same number of teams and you'd like to have some growth. Right. So the other thing is the Atlantic conference uh, and you look at the rosters, there was a bunch of kids from London on the, on the X-Men when they came here, there's, there's a ton of Ontario kids. They, they, they're small, and in, in the past, they were able to attract real blue chip prospects from around the country. And that doesn't seem to be happening anymore. They seem to be going to the, to the Calgary's and the Westerns and, and the Laval's and the Montreal's. And, uh, you know, so you're going to get this. And I, I mean, so many people have been great and wrote in and suggested how we can fix this thing. And you're really up against it, Lindsay, because 
this is first of all it's school so you got exams in december so you can't add a bunch of games uh to the schedule there there really isn't much you can do and the other thing is the weather i mean you're you, now that we're in december here and this is the late vanier cup because of the pandemic kind of thing you might be in a blizzard so these kids train all year for this and then you you might have play in terrible conditions and that's that's not right either and i think that's why it was in for many, many years, it was at the Sky Dome at Rogers Center. And uh, because you knew uh, you were indoors kind of thing and you'd have a, a proper a proper final. But, um, it, you know, I, I really feel for the teams out East, my suggestion, I've heard a million good suggestions, but mine is that you have to bleed the Atlantic playoffs. It, you can still have a Loney Bowl, but at some point they have to play, go in, meld into the Quebec playoffs. And then my thought would be to have the Ontario champion and the Canada West champion play every year, but then switch, you know, one year it's in Ontario, the, the next year it's out in Saskatchewan or Alberta or Manitoba, where BC, wherever. And, and then, because one of the, one of the issues and uh, not everybody thinks about this is Montreal had won their conference. There, there's not very many teams in the Quebec conference. And then they sat there and they waited, they had a bye week and then they went in to play uh, against Saskatchewan. Now Saskatchewan beat them, but to me, by by weeks, by weeks in football are 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 huge for rest and these guys to rest these guys' bodies. So if, if there's a way to get the Atlantic Conference into the Quebec Conference, so they don't have that buy, but still have the prestige of winning a league championship, I, I think you know there's a lot of smart people at universities that could probably figure out how to do this and, and kind of keep the in, integrity of the, of the sport. But, and, you know, some people won't like that because it's like, well, you won't see Quebec in a semifinal and all that. But I think if you had every year, like if, if, if the Atlantic Conference stays weak and you had a, a Quebec, uh, Montreal or Laval, say, play a Western or a Saskatchewan or a Calgary or whoever wins the OUA that year, I, I think it'd be an amazing final. And I think you could sell that as a TV package you know, kind of East against West or, you know, like um, Ontario versus Quebec. And, and I, I think then you'd start to maybe get it back to where, you know, people would want to watch the game and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, I, I'm interested to see what the crowd's going to be this, this like this year, because there's no, there's no Laval in Montreal. There's no home team. So, um, you know, I've been to Memorial cups where once the home team gets beat out, that's you know, the tournament's over kind of thing from their, their perspective. Right. So, you know, I, I know it's a very good football city, and I know that the Western uh, travels well. You know, it'd be hard to see many people coming from Saskatchewan, um, even though it's Ryder Nation and they love their football. Uh, uh, it, it's amazing, the passion, you know, a couple hundred baby, right? So um, it'll interest me to see if they get 10,000 people at the game, whereas, you know, that I remember growing up, the games where there's 25,000 people at the Sky Dome uh, for the games and stuff, right? So, and I, and this is uh, this, this is amazing football. I, I I love this football more. I don't watch the NFL as much. Uh, um, you know the four down stuff. I, I love I love this and um, and you know it's uh, it, it's you, you think of what Western did in the Yates Cup with a shutout and because you can get one you know with the safeties and the field position and the big field and you know kicking the root kicking the one pointers right you know how hard it is to shut somebody out. So that was amazing when Western did that. This is a, this is a, 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 an incredible Western team. They got a ton of, of team chemistry on it. They're big and strong and fast, and um, you know it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I hope it's I hope it's good for the game because um, 
you, you know, they, they do need, uh, you, you do need to, you, you need eight or 10 teams that you can say every year, um, you know, they might win it all kind of, even in the, even when we cover, we, we've talked about the Knights in the past, you know, the Knights really don't, they've gone to a bunch of Memorial Cups in the last 10 years, but they don't win it every year, right? So, you know, this this is something that uh, football has to have a lot of, the, 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 the schools, the athletic directors and the coaches really have to get together on this. And I, I, I hope they do. They've talked in the past, but they haven't put a ton into action. So they need to start doing that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your insight on this, Ryan, just quickly, because we are out of time before I let you go. Uh, I'd like to be unfair to you and always put you on the spot. Do you have a prediction for the final score on Saturday? <laughs> I, 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 I'd say it's going to be, uh, I, I'll say it's a 10 pointer. I, I'd say if you're, if you're betting the spread, don't go over 10. I, I, I think it's going to be a good game. So I, I really hope it is. And I hope it's not because I had to sit through that 61 six game last week and I hope I don't have to sit through 40 to 10 or something like that. I'll say 40 to 30. I like high, high scoring games too. Okay, perfect. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, thank <laughs> you so much, Ryan. The 56th Vanier comp happens this Saturday, one o'clock. Um, obviously, if you're not traveling to Quebec to go watch it, you can catch the game on CBC. Ryan, thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you. I look forward to, uh, it'll probably be night's hockey that we're talking about next time. <laughs> Um, yeah great to see you as always uh again if you're enjoying these podcasts please hit subscribe we are streaming on all of the major podcast platforms spotify stitcher google um of course over on youtube lfpress.com on apple podcasts please hit the subscribe button we do appreciate it we'll be back again next thursday with another edition of the lf press podcast until then stay well